So it's really interesting because the majority of people really have a perception of sales as being like, I'm selling, like this is the offer. This is what I have. This is my one-on-one coaching. Like this is what sales is. And yes, that is sales, but that's really like the close. And there's such a runway of what sales really is before that, that I think that's where people really get it wrong. It's the messaging, it's the marketing, it's the content, it's the nurturing, it's the community building, all of those things. What is keeping you from growing your business to the next level? I'm Jess Bergio, one of the hosts here for Fast Foundations, the podcast. Between the three of us, my co-host Jim, RT, and I have grown several businesses scaling beyond seven figures. And you know what? Not a single one of those businesses came with a blueprint. For years, we poured time and resources into our businesses from salons, tech companies, and product-based businesses navigating success and failures on our own. For all of us though, it began to change in 2019 when we found a community of like-minded entrepreneurs and industry leaders to mentor us. That community was Fast Foundations. Just like the mastermind, we're bringing on experts and having discussions to give you tips to not only improve the foundational skill sets you need, but to also fast track your growth. We'll dive into the core pillars of what will make your business succeed. Whether you have a brand new idea that you're looking to turn into a business, or you're already a successful entrepreneur looking to scale, this community is here to take you to the next level. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Fast Foundations, the podcast. It's your girl, Jess Bergio, with one of my favorite people from Fast Foundations, the mastermind, Jillian Murphy herself, the queen of sales. Can we get a round of applause? Oh, wait, it's just me. Okay, yay. Jillian, welcome to the show. What's up? What's up? I'm so excited to be here today. Jess, you are equally one of my favorite humans uh, on the planet, as well as so many people inside of Fast Foundation. So it's going to be such a great conversation today. I know, right? I feel like there are so many amazing people that are drawn to this mastermind and it's the ones who kind of have a vision already for what they kind of want to do. I feel like really exponentially like launch their business and their career. But there are so many people who come in with just an idea that we've also seen like grow and flourish. And like, that's what we speak to on this podcast is like the power of a mastermind. And you are for sure one of my favorite, like quote unquote, before and after stories, because what you've done with what you learned is like literally why these things are created and built. Um, you took the information that was given and you like 10X, you like, okay, this worked, this worked, this worked. I like this part of it. I'm good at building community. I'm really good at sales. Boom, boom, boom. Niche down, created some fucking awesome shit and you just blew your business up. So again, I'm so like humbled and honored because I think, I think obviously you know what you've done with your business. We see the numbers, we see the trajectory of like, whoosh, but like talk us through what was so amazing about Fast Foundations that you're like, I think this is what I need in my business and my life right now. Um, and walk the people through how you got to even join the mastermind. Yeah, so it was a really interesting story. For some people who may or may not even know the story, I didn't even know what Fast Foundations was. I did not know who Chris and Lori Harder were. I had friends that were inside of the elite mastermind and they were telling me about Fast Foundations. And I had a best friend that lived in LA and she was like, hey, you should go to this like, mastermind in LA and it gave me an excuse to come to LA. So I went there. I was like, what does this room full of people do? I have no idea. They all like talk on their phones and like make Instagram stories and they like make money. I literally had no idea what these people do. I was in corporate America. I'd been in corporate for 22 years and these people were like 
aliens to me. I literally was like, I don't understand it. And Chris Harder at the time, gave, we were, when it was in person, gave us like a post-it note and said, come to the front of the room and tell us like who you are, what you do, and like what you coach on. And I remember I was like, my name's Jillian Murphy. Uh, literally have no idea why I'm here. And I've been in corporate America for 22 years doing sales. And I have no plan. I'm literally just here for like three days to kind of like hang out. And I feel like an idiot because I was like, literally had no idea what I was doing. That day I went to lunch and I sat next to Nick Carter. And he was like, so what do you do in corporate America? I was like, oh, I teach people how to sell things. He was like, well, what does that mean? I was like, well, most people don't know how to sell. So I teach them, whether it's like messaging, whether it's marketing, whether it's like branding, whether it's just like how to fucking talk. I just teach people how to sell. And he's like, I want you to look around this room. Everybody needs you. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you are literally like sitting on a gold mine. He's like, so many people need your skill. And I was like, oh, well, that's cool. And I literally went in like one ear and out the other. I didn't even like think twice about it. I was like, oh, maybe I'll be like a fitness coach or something. No idea. Literally had no idea. Left there. Four days later, I actually lost my corporate job. 22 years. Pandemic came. The world like shut down. And I remember what Chris said or what Nick said. And I thought, okay. I'm going to start a Facebook group and I'm going to teach people like how to sell. And one by one, I started like bringing people that I met inside of Fast Foundation, network marketers, my friends that were like selling Mary Kay products that were like so cringy, just like into my Facebook group. And people literally were like, how do I hire you? You actually like really could help me. And that's literally like how my business was birthed. And again, like the trajectory has been amazing. I've helped over 500 entrepreneurs in just over two years, but it's like it happened by such accident but i think it's because literally what nick said that day is people need to know how to sell i wasn't i wasn't coming in with something that people didn't need like everyone needs to know how to sell regardless if you're just starting out you're at six figures or you're making multiple six figures you need to up your sales game yeah you know i did not know that you joined before you lost your corporate job because i've heard oh, yeah. your story and i knew it was like somewhere around the pandemic but i wasn't sure that you had signed up before mm -hmm. you lost your job so yeah. no wonder you felt like so out of place in that group because you were like wait is this what entrepreneurship looks like everyone's just on their phones like posting it was so crazy <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget like at the time we went outside to, we went outside for lunch and i always tell this story it was me jen kennedy and lauren salon and they were like, we're gonna do like a little mini photo shoot and we're gonna like walk around. I was like, what the fuck are these people doing? Like, they're just like taking pictures of themselves. This is like the weirdest thing ever. Fast forward, like six months later, we came back for the second in-person one. I was like, who wants to do a mini photo shoot? Like that was literally me. But the first time I was like, what are these people doing? This is like so weird. I had no idea. I was such a fish out of water. I love that you're sharing that part of your story because anyone who sees your social media now would not consider you ever to have been a fish out of water. So oh, I yeah. love that, I love that you share that because I would say nine times out of 10, everybody feels like when they get in that room that they're like, who the fuck am I? What am I doing in here? Even if you have something going strong, like Fast Foundations is built for that early stage, quote unquote, accidental entrepreneur. So a lot of times people are in a pivot or if they're in like a, let's see what I don't know. Let me go learn some things. You know, RT, myself and Jim and I all share in the first or second episode. I can't remember which one it was that we joined for just some new high level friends who were like outside of our bubble, who maybe wanted to talk about other things like big dreams and goals that like yeah. our current circle wasn't really like relatable at that point. Or maybe we didn't want to share it with that group because we were like, that's not going to land well. So let me just go. Yeah, find they're not going to get it. Yeah. 
And honestly, so how long ago was that? Give us like a timestamp. When did you join? That, that was that was two years ago. That was the last in-person one that Chris and Lori did. So and then, you know, I was fortunate enough, so I did that round, and then I was fortunate enough to come back for a second round, and then I was fortunate enough to coach inside of two rounds. So then I was actually able to see the power of it from the other side and to see, like, where these new-level entrepreneurs were and what they really needed and, like, the power of it. So I feel like I was so fortunate because I got to be in it just like you and really learn and grasp it and take those tools and blow my business up but then take what I learned and really like catapult other people to grow their business. Yeah, honestly, like that's one of the things I always teach about too, whether it's in coaching or whether it's in anything is like learn the things. And then if you can get involved with the group, like whether it's to to volunteer or to become one of the coaches or work for that, that, that group to learn the ins and outs. Then now you're looking at it from a different lens. You're not so much soaking up quote unquote information. You're learning how to run the program. You're learning what support people need. You're learning, okay, how do we give a great experience? Because you've then transcended from just like one-to-one sales coaching, which was obviously so needed. People create programs all the time. And if you're listening to this show, you're probably either an early stage entrepreneur, an accidental entrepreneur, or maybe even a wannabe entrepreneur which is great. Those are all amazing places to be. And when you can finally niche down and figure out what you want to speak about, what you're passionate about, what your message is to the world, it's easy sometimes to create the program, uh, but then you got to sell it. You got to let people know what you have to offer. And I think that's where you see so many people get stuck in fear, get -hmm. stuck in overwhelm, get stuck in, I don't want to bug people. Um, We're just not taught sales and really Mm -hmm. sales is just a strategy. So Talk us through a little bit about like what sales looks like for you and what you've seen people go from to, right? So I have this course, I have this program and I'm having like silent launches, which is what we call a nice version of nobody bought my shit. Um, To having sold out launches, crickets, right? To sold out launches, to people on wait lists, to people being like, how can I work with you before you even have anything to offer? So um, yeah, walk us through kind of what that looks like. So it's really interesting because the majority of people really have a perception of sales as being like, I'm selling, like, this is the offer. This is what I have. This is my one-on-one coaching. Like, this is what sales is. And yes, that is sales, but that's really like the close. And there's such a runway of what sales really is before that, that I think that's where people really get it wrong. It's the messaging. It's the marketing. It's the content. It's the nurturing. It's the community building. All of those things. I mean, I was on a podcast the other day and I, and I made this comment and I'll say it here today. You can build an amazing community. You can build an amazing audience and you can sell a mediocre offer and make a fuck ton of money versus having an incredible audience or having an incredible offer and having no one and making nothing. So really the first thing that I start with people on one is mindset. Like, do you believe in your offer? Do you believe in your pricing? Does it feel good? Are you aligned with it? All of that stuff. But then you have to build an audience, right? Like you have to find your people. And this can be anything from finding them inside of a Facebook group. This can be to going on a podcast tour. This could be building awareness and visibility around your brand. Like people need to know who you are. So part of the reason why I was so successful when I first came out is I was literally like, I'm going to let everybody in the online space know who I am. I joined program. I was in Facebook groups. I was on like crazy amount of podcasts. Like I've been over, I've been on over 300 podcasts in two years. Like it's like, it's unbelievable because I was like, where can I go every day that people have never heard of me? That's brand awareness, right? You can't, if you're just in your office making graphics and landing pages, no one knows about your brand. So then it was like the branding, then it was, it's the messaging. Then if you do all of those things right, sales is easy 
because then people are hearing you, they're gaining value from you, they're connecting with you, then it's literally like, how do I work with you? I was on a call right before I got on this podcast, I checked my DMs, two people were like, hey, how do I book a one-hour session with you? That's how it should be because they're already in my world, they're already binging my content, and they're already checking me out versus like, now I got to go try to sell people on working with me. And so often it's because people honestly do the wrong thing. And I'm also going to say this. It's also because not a lot of people teach sales. There's a million coaching programs out there that are teaching all the other things, but there's not a lot of people really teaching sales. So people go through a lot of programs, a lot of masterminds, a lot of, you know, online courses, all these things, and they do all the steps. And then they get to exactly what you just said. They get to selling and it's awkward and it feels uncomfortable or they get an objection or someone has to check with their husband and they don't know what to do and then they freeze. And it's a shame because they've actually done all this work and now they don't know how to sell it. Mm. So yeah, I mean, my clients have gone from, you know, no launches to multiple five-figure launches. I've had people go from like being struggling network marketers to building, you know, multiple six-figure agencies. You know, even myself going from just one-on-one coaching to, you know, the product suite that I have now. And this is the thing, everyone's business is going to be different because it has to feel good to you. So if you're selling something right now that doesn't light you up like a firecracker, it's time to blow it up and start over because it has to make you feel good. Mm, Let's speak to that. Let's speak to things that feel good and don't feel good because I think there's a misconception and I'll see it happen as I go through coaching um, the last several rounds like you have too in there. And you'll see people be excited about something when they're starting. They have this passion, this idea, and maybe that's why they join the mastermind or they come into that idea when they're in there. Like kind of how you said, maybe I'll be a fitness coach. Like I'm passionate about fitness. I love working out. And you'll try to run with that. And maybe there's not something that like, connects to your soul where you're like, this is what I want to do. And I think that's the difference between people who go from say a regular quote unquote job to being an entrepreneur where you have to show up and do that thing for yourself. There's the misconception between dedication and excitement. And I always say things like you can be both, but you can't just be excited. You have to be dedicated to the point that some days are going to feel like work. Fuck the same. Like if it's, if, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. I think, I think you work your ass off every day. Don't you? I work my ass off every day. And I also want to say this, like if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're inside of fast foundations, I'm assuming you're at that like zero to $500,000 mark. There's no shame in working. Can we just like get rid of that stereotype? Like you are here to build a business. So if you're scrolling on Instagram and you are like, well, everyone says I shouldn't be working hard or I should only be working like three days a week and I should be like journaling the rest of the time. Like there's no shame in working hard. Like you're building an actual business. So will the time come that you're maybe not working as hard? Sure, but you gotta go all in on this. This was something that was a game changer for me too. From the day that I decided I was gonna go online, it was not like, I'm gonna try this out. If this doesn't work, I'm going to go back and find a corporate job or I'm going to give this six months. If it doesn't work, I'm going to go bus tables. I was all in from day one. So ask yourself right now, are you all in or are you like, I have a, I have a plan B just in case. If you have a plan B just in case, you're not all in. You're Mm -hmm. not all in. I mean, I feel like you're talking to a majority of the people that are probably listening. And that's what I love about people like Jillian, you guys listening, like, honestly, like it's even good for my soul to be told that because sometimes 
like in the coaching space, yes, she teaches sales, but she's also a business coach, a strategy coach, a sales coach, a life coach, a personal development. Like, you know, when you've gotten to the level that Jillian's at, like you're kind of encompassing all those things. And when you bring clients in, you kind of have to be overarching good at all those things in order to hold space for people who are going through that and who, you know, you have something beautiful. I've joined so many of your coffee chats. And in that community, you see a lot of tiptoers. You see a lot of people who have got their toe dipping and you know that the second so-and-so makes that full commitment and goes all in and burns the boats. If you know, for lack of better term, that they're going to see momentum in their business because it's a, it's a do or die situation. And I think sometimes when we don't take things seriously, like they don't take us seriously and it's, it's, it's the fact. And I love that you joke. Like if you, you think you're going to journal all day and you're going to have a six figure business, you're sadly mistaken. I think there's like that misconception and I hear it inside the beauty industry too, which is my niche. And it's like, I want to work smarter, not harder. And I'm like, but first you have to work harder. You got to work harder first. You got to work harder first. Does my business look different today than it did a year ago? Yes. Does my business look different today than it worked two years ago? Yes. But do I still work? Yes, absolutely, right? Like if this was so easy, we would all be millionaires. We'd all be we'd all be making it, right? There's a reason why there's like unicorns as I call them online. And for the average person, we're not we're not all unicorns. So just keep that keep that in mind that it's going to look different and also you're building a business of sustainability. You're not building something just for overnight success. So I think, again, we're going to go off on a little a little sidetrack here, but there's a lot of people in this space that are just looking for like quick, quick cast injections. So if you're joining Fast Foundations and you're like, hey, how do I make my first 100 grand? It's actually not that hard to make your first 100 grand, but it's hard to make 100 grand every year. So it's like, that's what you want to build. You want to build a business that can repeatedly pay you, right? Like people come to me all the time and they're like, hey, I want to hit my first 10K. Well, how about we hit 10K every month? How about we hit 10K for the next five years? or for the next 15 years. Like how do we set your business up for that? Not just how can you grab $5,000 this month because that's not setting you up for success. And a lot of coaches in this space are just going to teach you how to build quick cash injections and that's not going to that's going to have you in like frantic energy all the time. Absolutely. And I know you experienced somewhat of that. Will you share that little bit of a story too because I think you had built such a community and then you had such a large cell and then it's kind of like, where do I start to find more people? And I think yeah. you already touched on what you did to create awareness. You got on over 3 hundred people's podcasts to grow brand awareness that, Hey, you guys, this is what I do. And we call that borrowing people's audiences. We call that getting in front of their quote unquote email list or whatever, because it's not, it's not, we don't have to build that. You just place yourself and grow your network so that you're invited to share your message and what you have to offer in front of other people's communities, because they want to offer support. If they don't teach sales and they're, you know, they've got a podcast or they've got listenership, like that's going to be helpful. So they want those guests on. So inviting yourself into other people's spaces is huge. And we see that too, people being kind of too passive when it comes to stepping into entrepreneurship. That's also like people's downfall. But I think the confidence comes when you learn how to grow community. And then, like you said, sales becomes easy. So, and I just want to touch on this too. Like you guys are listening to this podcast and you're in Fast Foundations. You have a network right now. Literally take out a piece of paper as you're listening to this episode and write down every single person that you know inside of Fast Foundations that has a podcast. Go listen to an episode and then think to yourself, how could I provide value for that person's audience and then go send them a message? That's how I got on 300 podcasts. You guys, I don't have a website. I don't have a pitch page. I don't have somebody doing PR for me. 
I literally made a list. I have a whiteboard behind me. You can't see it because we're on a podcast, but I have a whiteboard behind me. And I literally just brain dumped every single person that I knew. And one by one, I slid into their DMs. Hey, Jess, I know you have a podcast. I know that so many people in the beauty industry could benefit on sales. If I could ever support your audience, I'd love to let you know. In return, I would love to share you out with my audience. Like it was literally as simple as that. Don't overthink it. Just get to work. Mm. Mm. So you're saying that you created all this with no real website, no pitch page that you like put in a gold envelope and asked for permission to get invited. And, and you were still able to get on 300 people's podcasts and grow almost a half a million dollar business within two years. Is that correct? That is correct. I don't have a website. I don't have a landing page. I don't have a sales page. Um, I don't have a Google Doc. You guys, I still have a paper planner. I don't even work off of like a like a like an electronic calendar. Literally, I was driving today in the car and somebody was like, hey, can I book a call with you on Thursday? And I was like, I have to go home and check my planner. And she was like, I want to literally kill myself that you have to go home and check your paper planner. Yes. You guys, this is a thing. If you just go connect with people, that's how you build a business. Whether you are brick and mortar or you are online. Businesses are built from human connections. Nobody has ever not hired me because I don't have a website. Mm. Like, sure, have there been people that have maybe been like, hey, do you have a website? And this is what I say. I don't, but if you go to my Instagram, you can find out everything you wanna know about me. Hey, do you have a sales page for your mastermind or do you have a sales page for your website? I don't, but if you actually wanna peep my highlights, all the information is there. And this is the other thing, Jess, I'll tell you. I also don't do sales calls. So also have built this business without doing sales calls. So you guys, you can build your business however you want to do it. It has to feel good for you. Mm. Does that not feel like we've just been gifted so much permission right now? Because if you're listening to this podcast, you may or may not have been in Fast Foundations, the mastermind. You may or not have ever heard of Fast Foundations, the mastermind. Maybe you just Googled mastermind and this podcast came up. We are here to bring you information on how to be an entrepreneur, whether that's an accidental one, like I said, a wannabe entrepreneur, an early stage entrepreneur, or even an advanced entrepreneur looking just for motivation, relatability, connectability, and to hear how someone else created this business like they did. And Jillian's such beautiful proof that you don't need all the bells and whistles. You don't need to have a perfect put together portfolio, if you will. It is human connection. And if you love to serve, if you love people, like being an entrepreneur will be easy for you. And in everything that was once uncomfortable, that's now comfortable. Like you had to go through those early, those early stage things of like, maybe she asked if she could be on someone's podcast and they said, actually, now is not a right fit. Or maybe she doesn't even get a response back. Like that happens. And I think we don't talk about those things often enough. And guess what you do? You just keep asking other people until you find your people. Are there any like ahas or takeaways from your time spent either in as in as a member or as one of the coaches in Fast Foundations? I just want to say that I think one of the biggest things that I can talk about when it comes to a mastermind and especially Fast Foundations is those friendships, those connections, those collaborations are still paying off to this day. And I don't mean monetarily. It means like, hey, Jess, I'm launching a retreat. Would you mind sharing it on your stories? Absolutely. Hey, you guys, I just launched a podcast and I would love for you to come on. Would you would you be able to do it? Absolutely. Like I just personally launched a podcast and the guests that I had on for my first 50 people were like mind blowing. Do you know why? Because I was in a mastermind that those people were either guests in or I could name drop or I could be part of it. So the relationships that you form inside of masterminds will take you higher than anything else. Even if 
you come out of a mastermind and for some godforsaken reason, you don't monetarily make your money back, the connections that you have in it, but you got to do the work. You got to connect to the people. You got to form relationships. You got to network. Still to this day, I have networks and connections and collaborations from my first round of Fast Foundations, which was years and years ago, four, almost three years ago now to this day. So I don't, again, like that is, that's been my biggest takeaway from it. And that's why I will always pay to be in masterminds. I will pay for network and I will pay for community. Not always because I have to learn something, but I'll pay to be in the room for people. I'll pay for network all day long. All day long. I cannot all, second all day that long. any harder. If I had a bell, I'd be ringing it right now. Yeah. I literally just did a talk at this in-person retreat event last weekend, and I literally used our, our mentor's line, which I know he didn't even create, but your network is your net worth. And it's mm-hmm. so true. And what you just said, that last little piece about if you don't you know, make your investment in said mastermind back right away or in the form you thought it would in say a launch or a sales or whatever. That was kind of the case for me. Um, I saw so many people with these quick wins and takeaways and like launching this and 10K that. And I felt like, oh shit, but I went in looking just for some high level friends. Um, I didn't have a thing. I didn't have a course. I didn't have a program. I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew after 18 years in the beauty industry, I wanted to learn more. And like you, I'm like, how do these people make money taking pictures of themselves on Instagram? Te- teach me how. Teach me the way. stories and make money. Fuck. Right? Because Julian and I are like at that age, right? We're yeah, like moms yeah. and we're kind of like, wait, what? What can we do? Um, we don't just have to hustle. We can just like take a cute picture and people might want to hang and out like, with And like, we're them. pretty cute, Jess. So why aren't people <laughs> paying us? No shit. We still got it. Um, Obviously. I mean, and shit. So it's like that for me was kind of like, oh man, I I didn't do it. Like I didn't make my money back. But I was having a conversation with Lindsay Schwartz of Powerhouse Women one morning when I was doing her makeup for an event that I got invited to for free that cost all of the, the people who went to it about 10K to be at. It was their event love event. And I kind of invited myself to do hair and makeup for Lori and Lindsay that morning. And we had a conversation about uh, your return on investment for the mastermind. And I was kind of saying to her, I haven't had the same success a lot of people have because I haven't closed on my sales because well, I haven't created a program or stuff yet. And as I'm doing her makeup, she looks up at me and she goes, well, you're here this week, aren't you? And I was like, shit, yeah, I am. Like I literally, I've gotten paid back in so many ways that are not quote unquote a check, right? That have expanded my opportunities and grown my awareness personally up to levels I would have never even foreseen for myself before I joined the mastermind either. So it's I love so that you- true. I mean, even like, you know, our our former mentor, Chris Harder, he launched a program last year called Be Online. Mm-hmm. And I had the opportunity to be a guest coach inside of that. So even if that round of the mastermind, I would have never made a dollar, just being in that and having his like stamp of approval of like Jillian Murphy is your go-to person for sales. Every time he now sells that, I'm inside of it, that paid off the mastermind times a thousand. So it's like, you guys think bigger than just like, oh, I didn't make back my 2000 3000 $5,000 and get creative. Are you working the mastermind? Are you making the connections? Are you connecting with the people? Because again, it's not always about what you're what they're doing either. It's about what are you doing? Are you showing up to the calls? Are you doing the work too? Yeah. And trust, majority of people don't know anybody when they join the mastermind. And we all kind of feel like we're the weakest link in the room. What do we have to offer? Because a mastermind is collectively people masterminding together, right? Like what would your definition of a mastermind be? Yeah. I actually just gave this definition yesterday because I have one as well. And I said, the true definition of a mastermind is 
a group of people coming together to truly master of the mind in small groups to work on each other's business and lifestyles. Yeah, that's it. And when I join a mastermind, this is just like a little pro tip for you. When I join any sort of mastermind that is more than five or 10 people, which most masterminds are big, you guys, I take a post-it note and I write down every single person's name in the mastermind. And I keep it on my whiteboard behind me. My whole office is full of whiteboards. And I make sure before the end of that mastermind, I have connected personally with every single person. Even if I'm like, this person I would have nothing in common with, or this person's a different religion than me, or this person's farther ahead of me, or I'm farther ahead of this person. I connect personally to every single person because that person has a network. That person has a community. And that, again, if you're in a mastermind and you're like, oh, I'm not getting anything out of this, ask yourself, are you working the mastermind? Are you networking? Are you collaborating? Because it's not just about the speakers or the coach. It's about the entire group of people that you're getting inside of it. Best advice ever. So if you're new to this podcast, trust, this is like what Jillian is dropping for you right now. Like I know a lot of it's like, do this, do that. But these are, these are like some pro tip takeaways. I might have to change the title of this podcast, but honestly, (laughs) like she's right. Because how often have we showed up for something, felt intimidated, kind of stayed in the back of the room. Turned your camera off. Turned your camera off. Listen to it while the speakers are on. Didn't attend live, so you weren't there in the real energy of the time, right? You didn't even give yourself an opportunity to ask a, quote, stupid question. And you you played small. That's what we call that. We call that playing small. And we've seen a lot of people have to go through the mastermind multiple times because a lot of times the first one's just for them to get out of their comfort zone. Then they realize by the end of the six-month period that they're like, okay, these are all the things I didn't do. I didn't take advantage of this. I didn't show up like I should have. I didn't create enough time to spend for this program that I dropped, you know, a couple thousand dollars into. Let me do it one more time. And then that's when they start to do all these things that Jillian said. They take note of people. They create the time and space in their calendar to do 15, 30 minute connection calls with people. They're attending the calls live. And that's where you see people who separate from the pack, right? You see those three, four, five people just rise to the top, create massive impact in their business, and then turn around and create that for their own community. So I'm sure you can remember this too, even from like year round. I'm sure that you can remember like, oh my gosh, there was this one person or these two people that like always grabbed the mic first. Or whenever Chris and Lori or now, you know, RT and Jim said like, does anybody have a question? They were always like, I'll go first. Or they were the first one to like take their Zoom off. You guys, 99% of the time, that's intentional. Because I want you to think about it. There's a room full of other people that now they're noticed. Like, that is how you, like, you work a mastermind. That is how you get noticed, right? Like, every round that I was in a Fast Foundation, people knew who I was. Because I was in the chat. I was asking questions. I was like, hey, I'll give a takeaway, right? Not in, like, an obnoxious or an annoying way. But I was like, if I'm going to be in this room and I'm gonna play in here, people are gonna know who I am. Versus just like Jess said, showing up, not having my camera on, and then six months passing, and then I launch a podcast, and I don't have anyone to be on because I made no relationships with anybody in that room. I just started a podcast, and people have been like begging me to get on it. Like that's the opposite of like working working a room versus like just showing up. Yes, oh my God. I hope you guys found a ton, I know you did, of value in this podcast episode. Jillian is the Thank queen you. of sales. I, I love you so much. I, I think you literally have blown my mind so many times just, just with the consistency level that you show up. And it's one thing that like when I had Chris Harder on the podcast, 
uh, for my 100th episode on the Beauty Inspires Beauty podcast. That was the number one thing we talked about, consistency. So if you guys need to mirror after someone, if you want someone to help motivate you and push you and show you what's possible by not stretching your budget and creating things that you don't necessarily need when you're first starting, follow Jillian. She is one of the coolest people I know. She's so down to earth. She's so relatable. Um, and she can help you blow your business up with sales too. Uh, and I know you have a mastermind as well. Can you tell us a little bit about your sales mastermind? Yeah, absolutely. So I have a mastermind six and 12 month mentorship because I really believe that in sales, it takes time to really grow it. Um, it's an amazing space, men and women available. So if you are into masterminds, you like networking, you love collaborating, send me a DM. I'd love to get to know you. Um, and yeah, I just, I love to get to know people. So follow me on Instagram at the Jillian Murphy and I'd love to uh, get to know you better. And if I can ever be of support, I'd love to. Oh my gosh. We appreciate your time. And I think you guys, honestly, if you are on the fence about if a mastermind's right for you, check it out. Ask questions. Like that's how you figure out which program is right for you. Fast Foundations was built for early stage entrepreneurs. But if you're in the struggle zone of trying to get your shit out there and you want to be in community with other people ready to sell their stuff, I know Jillian can support that for you as well. So do your homework, ask the questions and like really like make room for yourself, right? Don't wait for that invitation to the table, create that space for yourself. And we are both sending you so much love. The Fast Foundations crew is always here. If you have any questions, Jim and RT are open books. So again, if you love this podcast episode, it would mean the world if you could share it with somebody right now who maybe is toying around with entrepreneurship, struggling in their business, or just needs some motivation from two chicks who <laughs> still got it. No, okay. We still got it. We still got it. Maybe you still got it too. Um, so we will see you guys on the next episode of Fast Foundations, the podcast. Bye guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. For more free business tips like this, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram at fast.foundations. What was your biggest takeaway from this episode? We want to know. Tag us on Instagram, share this episode with a friend and leave us a five-star rating and review so we can reach more incredible entrepreneurs like you. We're so glad to have you as part of our community. Go to our website, fastfoundations.com for details on our next in-person event. This podcast is sponsored by Carter & Custer Agency at carterandcuster.com.